To the already loved podcast. I am your host, Carly G. Knipe. I am so, so glad that you decided to join in today. Thank you. Semester is about to start, and honestly, there are so many things running through my mind, and I know I'm not the only one. I just feel like this semester really snuck up on me. The month of December was like went by so fast, but so slow at the same time. I don't know how that happens, but yeah. Obviously, we always start out with the song recommendation of the day. Guys, this is an oldie but a goodie. I love this song dearly and I haven't listened to it in a while, but it was just on my heart for today. So if you've ever heard the song Worthy of It All, the original one, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, is by One Thing and it's like David Brimer, but there are plenty of other versions. I think Circuit Writers did one with Lindsay Kofer and Upper Room also did one and both of those, I mean all all of the versions I've listened to and all of them are really good, but Worthy of it all is one of my absolute fabs of all time. I led worship to it one time and I just remember literally in the middle of it just falling on the floor and crying because it was just such an amazing, beautiful song. Highly recommend to listen. Maybe cue it up after this episode. So I'm going to go ahead and pray us in. Dear Lord Jesus, we love you so, so much and we just thank you that we can come together on a podcast and talk about you and worship you, Lord. I just surrender everything that I say to you today, Lord. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would speak through me, that it would just be a holy and anointed conversation about you. I just pray that right now we would fix our eyes on you above all of our problems, above everything that's going on in the world, Lord. We just exalt you above it all because you're worthy of it. And we just thank you, thank you, Lord, for everything that you've done for us, for what you did on the cross for us and what you do every single day for us. You are such a good father and you're such an amazing friend and we love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. So when I was praying about this episode, I realized one common denominator between all of us is that there are a lot of things begging for our attention. And because of that, we have, you know, a limited amount of attention that we can give. I think one of the things that if you've ever seen the documentary, The Social Dilemma, really good. It went pretty viral in 2020, but I just remember watching it and it was so interesting that they were talking about how nowadays companies aren't necessarily selling a product as much as they are vying for your attention. Social media, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, all of the things, oh, and TikTok especially, are just seeing how much of your time that they can take. And obviously it's not bad. Some of it is good. People mean well obviously, but it's just that the market is for attention nowadays more than it is for anything else. Like more than your money, they want your attention because obviously attention can be now monetized and turn into money. But all that to say, I remember taking AP Psych last year. I got a five on the exam, lol, kind of flex. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I mean, I'm not kidding. I did get a five, but I'm just, I need to stop. Anyway, I took AP Psych last year and we learned about this concept called a selective attention. And it's basically the idea that our brains can only focus on a limited amount of stimuli at a time. And I remember watching this video of these guys and they told you to focus on a certain color of shirt they were wearing. And it went to show that as we were watching it, these guys were just doing these movements and we were supposed to watch it. And we were only supposed to focus on one one color shirt at a time. And then since we're so focused on that, 
apparently a gorilla came through and just walked through the entire video and if you were focusing too much on the people wearing the shirts you couldn't even see the actual guy in a gorilla costume walking through the video and at the very end they obviously say guys there was a gorilla and you missed it because you were focusing on the people with a certain color shirt on and it just shook me because I was like, oh my gosh, how did we miss the fact that a literal gorilla just walked through this entire video and we missed it because we were focused on something else? And how much is that just like our lives? We really can only focus on one thing at a time because our brains weren't designed to focus on more than one thing or focus on several big things at a time. And if that's the case, then the world that we live in was not created for us. And it honestly makes sense because I don't believe that our current lifestyles are proving to be conducive for our health. Let's be real, like spiritually, mentally, and often physically, we just simply cannot keep up with the amount of information that we're getting, the amount of distractions that are put in our face daily. And I think that that's really a tactic of the enemy. The enemy cannot completely destroy you, but he can distract you. And I believe that that is the greatest downfall of Christians is that we turn our eyes to anything other than Jesus. And it's so easy to do that in today's day and age, in a day and age where we have social media and just countless information at our fingertips. It's so easy to be distracted. And on top of that, I think that we also just have so much pressure. Like there's so much pressure put on us at this age. Like they tell you in college that you're supposed to like find your lifelong friends, pay rent, figure out like relational dynamics while living with a roommate if you do or doing well in class, preparing for your future career and like just simply knowing what you want to do with your life and that is literally crazy. Like I'm 18 and I'm stressing about what my life will look like in five years and <laughs> like why? You know what I mean? But and on top of that, I believe that we also have just so much unrest in our world socially, politically. I just think there's so much hatred and so much division and it is very draining to follow it all. I find that when I focus on these things, I end up more stressed and overwhelmed. I remember my mom telling me that what you focus on grows, so we need to fight for our focus. I'm so, so grateful that we serve a God who makes things simple for us. You know, I believe obviously he is a very complex being you know he's a person but he's just so much more complex than all of us but i do also believe that the kingdom of heaven is flipped upside down in the sense that if you take one look at god and how he loves us you see how simple he really is he makes things simple for us because we're his children you know in heaven to be foolish on earth is to be wise and to be wise on earth is to be foolish and the least become the greatest in heaven etc etc all that to say the kingdom of heaven is so opposite of the world. And so that's why I believe God makes things simple for us. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I just believe that he makes things simple for us because we're his children and he doesn't want to confuse us. Like God is not a confusing person. I believe that the key to our peace, our joy, hope, and our clarity is just fixing our eyes on Jesus. The verse that I picked out for this podcast episode is Colossians 3 verse 2. Set your minds on things above not on earthly things. It's so straightforward, but it's so simple. And I think something that we get wrong a lot, there's so many times that I'll be looking at a set of my issues or a set of things that are happening in my life. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, as long as I just like check each one off, like one by one, <laughs> then I'll be good. But I won't have true peace until I set my mind on things above. Some key takeaway that I realized about this is that we are overwhelmed by the world because we are not of the world. We are spiritual beings, but we're living on this physical earth and it is so temporary. And so it makes sense that 
we get overwhelmed by things of this world because we're not supposed to be here. Like, this is not our home and this is not where we're going to be spending eternity as believers. The point that I really want to get across is that we can fight for our focus by fixing our eyes on Jesus. Obviously, it seems so straightforward, but I really want to unpack this. There are several reasons why we need to do this and why I believe that there is such an urgency in the church and in our lives as believers right now to fix our eyes on him. Number one, because worship exalts him above ourselves. Number two, because it gives us peace. Number three, because it gives us an eternal mindset. And number four, because it helps us realize that he has overcome the world. On top of that, we can fight the lies of the enemy when we know the truth of who Jesus is. And when we're focused on him, we're in constant communion with him. And we no longer can hear the lies of the enemy that seem so loud until we are in that quiet moment with the Lord and we hear that from him ourselves. So let's go ahead and dive into this. Why is it important that we fight for our focus by fixing our eyes on Jesus? Number one, because worship and fixing our eyes on Jesus exalts him above ourselves. Worship puts him in his rightful place in our hearts because we realize that we can't do it without him. If it's true that what you focus on grows, then if we focus on his goodness and faithfulness, then we will, in turn, trust him more and our faith in him will grow. Another reason is that it gives us peace. I just want to read some verses to you guys. The first one is Isaiah 26.3. It says, You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast, because they trust in you. Another verse that I was thinking about was Hebrews 12.2. Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. All of these verses are talking about fixing your eyes on Jesus because he gives us peace. The third thing that fixing our eyes on Jesus does is it gives us an eternal mindset. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 18 says, So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And I just love this verse because it really highlights that when we fix our eyes on the things of eternity, of heaven, we realize how temporary the world is. The fourth thing that I was thinking about when it came to fighting for your focus is fixing our eyes on Jesus helps us realize that he has overcome the world. Everybody has an opinion, honestly, like whether it's about politics, drama, in a friend group, in a church, or an event. There will always be so many voices drowning each other out and just trying to be louder than the other. And when these things happen, it's so easy to get caught up and just try to give our input or try to make peace or sense of it all. I'll never forget my leader in high school telling me to simply fly high above the noise. There was a period of time where I feel like high school in general is just such a chaotic time for everybody. It's so loud and there's just so much going on. And I remember my leader telling me, just fly high above it all and you'll realize that you'll have so much more peace and also you'll be such a more effective person leader and friend when you aren't distracted and when you're not focused on so many things going on and that doesn't say that we have to completely ignore what's happening in the world or ignore our own problems it just means that we choose to have an eternal mindset and choose to filter everything through what god says about it before we formulate an opinion about it 
And that is not leaning on your own understanding, but submitting your ways to him. And I believe that it's a choice that we have to make. It's not just something that happens, but it's a conscious effort that we have to make. One of my favorite verses is John 16, verse 33. It says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart for I have overcome the world. It just shows that when we focus on him, we realize that he's overcome this all and so we don't have to worry about it anymore. I realize that we need to fight to fix our eyes on Jesus. It's not something that just happens and we just wake up one morning and all of a sudden our eyes are on Jesus and we never have to worry about another thing again. I wish that was how it happened, but honestly, I believe that it's a fight to fix our focus. And this is one of those things that no one can do it for you, but you must just decide for yourself. So many things in our lives demand our attention, but truly only one thing is worth it, and that is Jesus. One of my favorite passages of all time is Luke 10, verse 38 through 42. It's a story of Mary and Martha, and it says, As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to Jesus and asked, Lord, why don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Wow. What a beautiful verse about how sitting at the feet of Jesus and fixing your eyes on him, learning from him, that is the better thing. He is the better thing. Only one thing is needed, and that is Jesus. And we don't fix our eyes on him because it helps us. Obviously it does, but we do it because he's worthy of it. Just one look at him and what he did on the cross, and I am undone by his love for me. And I cannot help but sing to him and tell him that he's so worth it. He's worth all of my time, all of my adoration, all of my money, all of my attention. And it doesn't mean that we throw everything away and we just say, like, it's all for Jesus. Like, obviously, we have to have, like, responsibilities in our life. But it just means fixing our heart on him, pouring our affection onto him. There are so many things that are asking for your time, asking for your attention and your focus but only one thing is needed, and that is Jesus. I focus on him even when I don't want to or when I don't feel like it because he's worthy of it. A lifetime of praise, a lifetime of worship, and everything that I own is still not enough to repay what he did for me. But he doesn't even ask for any of those things. He just asks for our hearts. What kind of God is he? There is nobody like him. And this is why we need to fight for our focus, not only because it benefits us and because Jesus is worthy of it, but also because it keeps us in a safe place from the enemy. The Lord is referenced so many times in the Bible as a fortress. He's our refuge. And so when we run to him, we are protected from the lies and the schemes of the enemy. When we focus on him, we're covered by his blood and we're covered by him. I remember when there was just so much political unrest, and honestly, there still is, but I just remember when there was so much division and hatred and so much uproar, and I remember being very overwhelmed by it all, not knowing what to believe, not knowing where I stood on certain issues, and I remember asking the Lord about it and just being so confused on what to do and what to choose, and the Lord just so lovingly reminded me to fly high above it all 
And that doesn't mean that we don't have to vote or like have an opinion about important topics if it's something that the Lord has put in your heart. But for me, it was just taking a deep breath and just flying high above the noise and above the distractions and focusing on him. Because when we're focused on him, the lies of the enemy cannot penetrate the truth of Jesus. What God tells you in your quiet time with him, the enemy cannot take that away from you. That is a holy moment. And so when we're in our prayer closet, when we're in our time with him, the enemy can't be there, you know, because he's not invited. Where the name of Jesus is, the enemy must flee. Every demon must flee. And so when we're focused on him, it helps us not be distracted by the lies anymore. The days that I have lost my focus on Jesus are the days that the enemy has lied to me most. It's waking up in the morning and forgetting to read my Bible, forgetting to just give the Lord my first and best. And it's that moment. And it's a decision that we make. Obviously, that's when the enemy is able to be like, wow, Carly, you look really rough this morning. Or wow, Carly, you're going to eat that for breakfast. Wow, you're going to be late for class. Like those are the lies of the enemy. Those are just the things that are running through your head and that sometimes it doesn't really feel like it's a conscious thought, you know, but when we're focused on Jesus, he helps us take those thoughts captive. He helps us remind ourselves who we are in him and he is truth. And so we are able to stand against the enemy and say, you are not the truth. And what you say is a lie. And I know that because I'm with the Lord right now and he's telling me exactly what I need to hear. And he's telling me exactly what the truth is. But when we're not with the Lord, we forget. And when we're not with the Lord and we're not focused on him throughout our day, we become even more susceptible to the lies of the enemy. Another thing that fixing our eyes on Jesus does is it grounds us in the truth. So that way, when we get overwhelmed, when we get jealous even, or when we are tempted to compare ourselves, we're able to just come right back to Jesus and he is our standard of truth. And we're able to say, hey, Lord, I actually was comparing myself to this person earlier today. Like, where are you in that? Like, what are your thoughts on that? And he's able to speak over you the truth. And there's so many times that I have been looking at other people, looking at other friends or even people I don't even know. And I'm just comparing myself to them. And obviously the solution to comparison is realizing that we're all so different and we're all so unique and not worthy of comparison, but also knowing who we are. But you can't know who you are if you're not constantly in communion with the one who's telling you who you are, you know, because he is our king and we are his daughters and sons. But we're so forgetful that when we're not in communion with him, he's not able to tell us right then and there. So when you're focused on him and when you're actually living in communion with him, it's just like a constant stream of truth and a constant stream of encouragement and love because that's who he is. So fight for your focus, not only because it benefits you and it protects you from the lies of the enemy, but because Jesus is worthy of it. You'll never regret keeping your eyes fixed on him throughout your day. I'm going to go ahead and pray us out. Dear Lord, I just thank you so much for this time that we get to spend together. I thank you, Lord, for gracing us for this message. I thank you, Jesus, that in all the uproar of our lives, in the drama, in the details, in the worry, I thank you that you call us to fly high above it all and to fix our eyes on you. Right now, Lord, we exalt you. We exalt you above our problems. We exalt you above the worries of our lives. We exalt you above every idol in our hearts. 
And Holy Spirit, I just ask that you would fall upon us. We welcome you into this space. We welcome you into our hearts. And Lord, I just thank you that you always show up and you never forsake us and you never leave us. I thank you that when we fix our eyes on you, it stops the distractions and the lies of the enemy. And I just pray for every single listener, Lord, that as they go throughout this week, that they will keep their eyes fixed on you. Holy Spirit, that you will send them loving and gentle reminders to just fix their eyes on you. Jesus, you are so, so worthy of our attention and our affection. We love you so, so much, and it's in your precious and holy name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so, so much for listening, guys. This was such an amazing episode, and I'm so glad that you decided to tune in and spend some of your time listening in. If you aren't already following me on Instagram, go ahead and do so at already loved podcast or at KG Nipe, which is my personal, just for news and updates about the pod or daily revelations, you know, all the things, but share this episode with someone if you think it'll benefit them. And I love you guys so, so much. Thank you so much for all of your support. Have a great day and be blessed.